to Daryl City Cash Chicago. The pandemic has separated many of us from our communities. And for thousands of people who connect over their love of Star Wars or Batman or the newest anime, the annual Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo is the definition of community. And naturally, there were questions about whether it would actually happen this year as the pandemic is far from over. It did happen this past weekend, and we were there. It's Tuesday, December 14th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. The convention known as C2E2 was Friday through Sunday at McCormick Place, and producer Simone Alise and I headed down there Sunday for Family Day to check it out. Gone to a number of events over the last few months, and some places there are clear vaccine checks, clear signage, and then I've been to other places where they said they were require a vaccine. They never asked for it. This, on the other hand, looks pretty well done. Every single person has their mask on. It has it pulled above their nose from the smallest children to, to the oldest participants. We're right at the entrance and everybody is coming in. I'm seeing stormtroopers. I've seen a little Wolverine and Spider-Man in a Christmas cap. Simone, you and I were out there about 930 before even people could get in. Can you tell our listeners, what did the safety protocols look like uh, when we were out there? You know, we actually had trouble finding each other because McCormick Place is so big. But there were a few things. As you mentioned, there were masks. There's a mask mandate right now in the city of Chicago. And for the most part, from what we saw, mask compliance was was really good. People had them on properly. Um CityCast has tried to reach out to the C2E2 organizers a couple different times. We mm-hmm. haven't heard back, but what I can tell you about sort of some of their safety protocols that, that they publicize, number one, it's reduced capacity. Number two, the biggest thing was you had to have proof that you'd been vaccinated or proof of a negative test plus your ID. It was really, really strict. You could see wristbands that indicated whether they, you know, attendees had given that proof in addition to like the regular convention badges you were wearing and and people were checking it. There were multiple checkpoints, multiple places to verify this information. Please have your ID and proof of vaccination out before you get to the desk. You had to get it. It looked like you had to get your vaccine approved before or your negative test approved before you got your badge and then before you could even get into the security line. So it was almost like you had to double up on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think for the most part, people responded really well to those protocols. One person we talked to, Melinda Gonzalez, she's from Arlington Heights, and she dressed up as Harley Quinn from the DC Universe. How have you felt about the protocols at C2E2? I feel that it's been pretty strong here. Mm -hmm. I actually feel more comfortable here than I did one other event. I went to the Bristol Renaissance Fair um, just over the border in Wisconsin. And it is an outdoor event, but like nobody's wearing masks and it was really crowded and it just didn't feel safe. Yeah. Um, Here, they're really stringent about we have to have our vaccines to be able to get in. And that makes me feel a lot safer. Yeah, we talked to a few people and asked everybody we came in contact with how they felt about the protocols. Uh, Two people told us that they were stopped trying to get in so they could show their Vax cards. Um, I ended up asking them about NYC Anime, 
and if they had heard about somebody getting COVID at that event and they said that they they had heard about it and they were a little bit worried. Yeah, that was something our newsletter writer, Sydney Madden, wrote about last week, what effect that would have, if any, on on CTV2. But, you know, there were there were a lot of people there, a lot of people who were excited to be there and, and all costumed up and, and everything that comes <laughs> along with that. And one thing that just emerged time and time again as we were there is people talking about community, mm-hmm. you know, about feeling comfortable with like-minded people. And, and C2E2 is a place for that. We talked to people who had been back, you know, four or five times mm-hmm. before the pandemic. People have been doing it ever since it started in Chicago. While people wanted to to be safe and make sure things were going off very smoothly, they were just so excited to be back in the building with their people. Um, I remember Melinda talking a little bit about that. The con has always been, I feel, a safe place for cosplay. Um, I've never felt, and this is me personally, but I've never felt um, attacked or, you know, nobody's ever, you know, tried to take my picture without consent. Um, So I do feel that they do a pretty good job of taking care of us as a community, being able to express ourselves without being taken advantage of. Simone, for people who may not know or might not be familiar, can you explain, you know, what cosplay is, you know, as both of us understand it? Yeah, for sure. I think you and I are both, what I would say, like, more than casual fans of of various Mm -hmm. fandoms. Um, You and I, you know, we were at the, the Marvel exhibit at the Museum of Science and Industry this summer. We've geeked out over that. But cosplay is like a total elevation of that, right? These are the people who, A, they know these characters inside and out to the point that they can, you know, compile uh, a likeness of them in their costume, right? <laughs> some people are making these costumes out of duct tape and whatever's around the house. And some people are building, you know, thing like mechanical elements that actually move and work. And so there's a really big range uh, when it when it comes to cosplay. Speaking of fusion, if I could cosplay as one like big character, at least when I was coming up, I always wanted to cosplay as Gotenks. Mm, from, from Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, Z. Mm-hmm. yeah, but but I never got into cosplay as a kid. I I'm at the point now in my adulthood where I just pretty much hate wearing costumes myself, but I love watching other people wear costumes. People tend to think I'm the kind of person who would cosplay because I was a, I was a theater kid and I love dressing up in costumes and I like nerdy stuff. Um, but I always kind of felt like a little embarrassed, like oh, am I going to fit in? Like, do I know enough about whatever I'm dressing up as to, to like really engage with this? But what we heard over and over again from the people we talked to is that, you know, this event, it's all about community and, and belonging. I'm Koi. I'm from, well, Chicago here. So um, I'm cosplaying Honey Senpai from Orin High School Host Club. Hi, my name is Arthur McKinley. I am from County Kildare, Ireland, and I'm in the process of cosplaying Mori Senpai, also from Oran High School Host Club. I'm just waiting for my friends so we can finish the piece. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, what is it just like to, to be around your, your people in a way? It's actually really rejuvenating to be surrounded by people who are not only like-minded but share common interests because you get to talk, geek out, just be nerdy together <laughs> and actually get to express myself through one of my favorite mediums, which is cosplaying. It gives me the opportunity to kind of express myself in ways that I wasn't able to during my younger years. It's like me living a dream that I've always have. So (laughs) what about you? For me, it just it lets me be a different person. Being yourself is kind of makes you feel weird almost. And being a different person just lets me be feel more free.
Simone, did you have a sense of like how many people would usually attend a C2E2? Because it still looked packed to me, but people were basically telling us like, no, you ain't seen nothing like pre-pandemic. The convention has been steadily growing since it started in 2010. And there was a convention in 2020, but it was right before the pandemic shut everything down. So it was like late February, early March, right? Yeah. Like some of the people were like, we kind of heard of COVID the last time we was here, but we ain't really, we ain't know what we were to do yet. And then we left and almost a couple weeks later, there was a stay at home order. Well, and the numbers kind of bear out just how little we knew. In 2020, there were 95,000 people who attended over the three-day convention. We haven't been able to track down the exact numbers for this year's convention, but as you mentioned, pretty much everyone told us that it felt less crowded than it did last year. And also there was a reduced schedule as well uh, as far as panels and things like that. Yeah, we talked to to one group who had actually been to a couple of other conventions in other places, and, and they kind of told us how Chicago C2E2 compared to other states that they had been to. What is it like to be at this convention during the pandemic? I've definitely had my ribs chucked into, mm. uh, which I was not anticipating after a panini. Mm. Just so many people so yeah. close to each other still. Last year, I mean, the year before last, That's like true. the 2019 uh, C2E2 was completely jam-packed. Mm -hmm. Like it took like an, a half hour just to get through check-in alone. Yeah. And then you had to go through another hour to hour and a half to get your bags checked. Wow. I would have guessed that maybe less people will have attended, but the, I, I'm also a little shocked at how efficient because there is multiple waves of getting in. It's been pretty smooth. I think uh, Illinois is a little bit more stricter on the COVID regulations and have things you been like to, that. Uh, conventions in other states. Yeah. How, how do they differ? They do not have a vaccine check oh. or oh, anything yeah, like there's that. There's no vaccine check. There's they no. They uh, prefer masks. They prefer masks. It's not mandatory. Uh, there's not, it's not, not man. Mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. What, what other states have you all visited uh, during the... Ohio and Indiana, oh, I think, yeah. were the... the mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? I appreciate knowing that everyone that's coming in has to show it to us. Mm -hmm. That way I know that... The safety precautions yeah, the are safety nice. Precautions. Yeah. Obviously, the people we're talking to, they've still made the choice to come mm -hmm. to the convention. So even though there was this this sense of like we're protected, we're safe. We, you know, we want to be clear. Not everyone obviously felt okay going back to the McCormick place. You know, one cosplayer reached out and told Sydney Madden, our amazing newsletter writer, that, you know, they just, they weren't ready, you know, especially after NYC anime and cases of COVID, potentially the Omicron virus. But overall, Simone, with the safety precaution in place, with this community coming back together for the first time in almost two years, what would you say the overall vibe was? It, for me, it didn't seem that it was like, you know, that people were too nervous or too afraid. It seemed like the, the desire to be with one another just was really at the center of people's attention. You walk into McCormick Place and that's the number one thing you feel, right? It's the 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 desire to not just to be together, but to be together over these very specific things. They can be hard to find sometimes, uh, the people who like the specific anime that you like or, you know, are willing to debate for several hours aspects of this particular comic book character, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, that's the kind of thing we're talking about here. And I've never been to one of these conventions. I've always kind of wanted to go, but wasn't ever sure if it would be welcoming or if there would be like a lot of gatekeeping. And from what I saw, you know, C2E2 was welcoming. It's a place I would want to go again. And for the people who don't yet feel comfortable, I, I really hope that soon 
will get the type of news that they that they'll feel comfortable enough to re-engage because I could hear from the people at C2E2 just how lonely mm-hmm. the last year has been. You know, more than one person told us that yes, you can engage your fandom online and in message boards and on Instagram. But people said, I would trade one conversation on a convention floor for a thousand likes. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest things about being human is wanting to be around other people. You look around and you want to see someone like you. And that's what I'm saying. It's the culture. Simone, it, it was a pleasure to, to go out to C2E2 with you um, and to meet all of those fantastic uh, people. I, I hope that next time it comes back to Chicago, uh, we're able to go. And you know what? Maybe, just maybe, City Cast cosplay will be a thing next time <laughs> C2E2 stop out of McCormick Place. I'm not going to put no money on it. Uh, you but, mean but people dressing could, up like I, us? Is that is that No, <laughs> us dressing up and going to C2E2. I think it'd be cool if they dressed up like us. <laughs> Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. It sounds like the Bulls listened to your boy and postponed the team's next two games as 10 players. Yes, 10 players are benched because of COVID safety protocols. They were supposed to play the Pistons tonight and Raptors Thursday, and no makeup dates have been announced just yet. The next game is scheduled for December 19th against the Lakers. After 52 years, Sister Rosemary Connolly is stepping down as executive director of Misericordia, a West Ridge nonprofit org that provides housing and resources for Chicagoans living with disabilities. And some good news to get you through. You can catch me and the team Sunday at Shuba's for karaoke storytellers. Lisa Beasley, who you may know as Lori Lightfoot, and Joanne Molinaro, a.k.a. the Korean Vegan, will also be in the building. And you should, too. We're giving away free tickets to enter to win a pair of tickets to this Sunday's Karaoke Storytellers. Sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm slash newsletter. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. You just left the Zoom, but I will do one more take.